0: Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at TheAuthorShow.com. That's TheAuthorShow.com. And now, let the show begin. Hello, and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Don McCauley. Today, we're welcoming program author, Joy Elaine. And Joy is the author of Path of Sweetness. Joy, how are you?
1: I'm fine. Glad to be talking with you today.
0: Tell us a little bit about yourself, please.
1: I'm a 72-year-old. I suppose you could say I'm a light worker, and I'm interested in evolution, helping us to evolve, and doing that in a fun, graceful, easy way.
0: So tell us about your book.
1: All right, Path of Sweetness. I meet an Ashtar commander. I learned a lot of the possibilities of the, about the future for Earth, and I got so excited about the information that he told me, I wanted to share it with readers.
0: So who did you write your book for specifically?
1: Men and women, especially women, ages 19. And I'm going to say the upper limit is 90, because I know some of my friends who are that age, who are very interested in the books that I've written. People that are interested in finding out about the future of Earth, the possibilities, which are very exciting for me, and bringing those about, they would be the ones who would want to read the books. If You are a person interested in improving your life and also in helping all of us to have a better, more joyful existence, moving into heightened states of conscious awareness, remembering our master abilities, and just having fun reading, then the books are for you.
0: Now, could you say there's any type of central message or perhaps underlying theme that you would say runs throughout your book?
1: It's time for everybody living on earth right now to step into their destiny's role that's why we're all incarnated at this time we came here to be a part of this evolution and, ev- and elevation of earth and many of us are doing that consciously but many more people are doing that unconsciously now, the books give you a chance to really tune in to what's happening and to affect the future in a positive way
0: now, if you had to choose, what would you say is the single most important idea you're sharing in your book that's really going to add value to the reader's life?
1: You're going to see the big picture, the big picture that includes Earth and the universe beyond. And you're going to get so excited about what you see and you learn that you're going to want to dive in and be part of the work that's happening in these books.
0: Now, if you could compare your book with any book out there we might already be familiar with, which book would it be and why?
1: Well, take the Harry Potter books. I know everybody knows about them, but make them for uh, adults and make them nonfiction.
0: So, why did you write this book?
1: I had to write this book. I had to let people know about the possibilities of instant manifestation, of perpetually renewing, regenerating bodies. I had to let people know that dragons and fairies and genies really do exist and we'll be able to interact with them peacefully and wonderfully in the future. There's just so much information that people don't know that they've forgotten or they never knew in the first place that I, I had to tell people about.
0: Instant manifestation, what is that?
1: You uh, think of something you want and it immediately happens. That's something we manifest, we manifest here on earth, but there's a time lag between the time that we we think we want something and it actually happens. And usually what happens in the time when we think we want something and it happens, we have a lot of conflicting ideas about, oh, it's not possible to have that. I don't deserve that. And of course, that just prohibits anything from manifesting that you've chosen. So when you move into non-duality, which is one of the basic concepts of the book that we are evolving into that, non-duality means there is no time lag between something that you want to happen and the time that it actually happens.
0: So I want a million dollars, I just think it and it appears?
1: Well, you won't need money. I mean, why would you need money when you can have anything you want instantly?
0: That's a good point. So what's the most compelling experience you've had in this journey uh, that you relate to your books?
1: Well, I've seen myself in the future. I've seen myself looking 23. I'm 72 now. I know that would be of interest to baby boomers. I've seen myself in the future manifest a piece of copper on my hand. Now, granted, that wasn't a diamond, but really, you know, <laughs> who wants a diamond? Oh, well, you could have a diamond, but you could also have, uh, you know, a grilled cheese sandwich, anything you want. I really was taken with that idea of presto changeo. you think it, you have it.
0: So what can you tell us about some of the characters you've met?
1: The first person that I met when I stepped aboard a Ashtar command ship was an Ashtar commander named Tonos. And the second time I spoke with him, he told me that he was over 25 million years old. I've seen him, he looks like he's about 30.
0: So what's the most important relationship you've developed with the people that you write about?
1: I've remembered the fairy that I knew when I was a little girl and reconnected with her. Of course, I've met this Ashtar commander who told me on the second time we spoke that he'd known me for a million years. I loved speaking with the Dragon King. I've seen you know, some of the masters that I'm working with are, Ash, are Commander Ashtar, who is the leader of the Ashtar Command, Isis, Osiris, Horus, John Kennedy, Abraham Lincoln, Cleopatra. I'm talking about the ascended versions of these people. So they are not, they're not the same as they were when they were alive on Earth. They are masters of the highest order. It's been thrilling for me to interact with them.
0: So how do you define non-duality?
1: Non-duality is something earth has never experienced. Non-duality, there is no resistance to creation. There's no adversarial energies. We won't reach non-duality until we move into the 8th dimension. And we are currently all of earth physically is existing in the 5th and 6th dimensions. So we have a little ways to go. That's why if people become involved in the books that I've written there's 6 of them by the way. Path of sweetness is only the first. If they become involved in in these books They're able to actually facilitate and move our transition into that eighth dimension more speedily.
0: So where do you see all of this going?
1: I see all of us, all of us that are willing to hang around and clean up our acts. I see us going into that non-dual reality. Earth is restored in her purity. There's no pollution. We're interacting with the dragons and the fairies and the leprechauns and the gnomes and the dwarves. It's a life of joy. It's a life where all our master abilities have returned. We're teleporting. We communicate telepathically. We have anything we want in an instant. I'm really looking forward to that.
0: Now, did your environment or upbringing play any major role in your writing?
1: I grew up, as you could say, a wild child, very unsupervised, out on a farm, running around barefoot. As long as the weather was uh, halfway decent, I was outside. And that's when I really connected with the fairies in the fairy garden where our farm was, I forgot about them when I grew up. And most of us do. We can see the fairies when we're little, but then we forget because our society is not very adapting or accepting of the idea of having fairies. That instilled in me such a deep love of nature that although I didn't remember the fairies when I grew up, I really, as I I age, I became more interested not only in helping myself to be a better person, but helping the earth to be better. Helping humanity, helping my friends and my family to, to be excited about the possibility of, of life, a magical life. That's waiting for us.
0: What can you tell us about your genre and why you prefer to write in that genre?
1: My writing is straightforward with detours into quirky. My editors have advised that I market the books as based on a true story. That would perhaps encourage people who are not able to believe that they are nonfiction to read them as fiction. And I'm perfectly fine if people choose to do that, no matter what they do, that's a win-win situation, because even just reading the books uplifts collective consciousness.
0: So what's been your most rewarding experience since publishing this book?
1: People have told me that it changed their lives for the better. And that was really, you know, one of my main goals, that and, and helping Earth. I'm looking forward to a planet that's return to its pristine nature. Pure water, pure air, that appeals to me.
0: Now how would you describe your writing style?
1: I mentioned that already, but I'll repeat it. I'm i straightforward. I'm really um, interested in people learning the possibilities. So I don't dilly-dally about saying its it's going to be this. Now, people can choose not to believe that. That's fine. But even just, like I said, reading about what I'm writing is uplifting, it's fun, it gives you hope.
0: Who or what would you say influenced your writing the most?
1: For years, I've been intrigued by uh, fantasy and science fiction books. I really wanted to be able to imagine a life where those kinds of happenings are, are part of an everyday life. And so, of course, when I found out that it's even better than science fiction, it's even better than fantasy, the possibilities. Then I was, I was all set to, to write books. I really wanted to tell people that, hey, those things, those Star Trek things, not the wars, not the killing, not all that sort of thing, because that's not what we're going to be doing in the non-dual dimensions, but the possibilities of, of instant teleportation, of, of the wonder of a fantasy novel. That's within our grasp
0: so based on your experience as a writer, what's the one recommendation you would make to authors just starting out?
1: Unless you feel compelled to write, unless you feel that the information is uplifting in some way, don't bother. It's a lot of work. I love doing it, but it's it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of thought. It's a steep learning curve if you've never written before, which I had not. So it's got to be something that speaks to your heart and that you, have, that you really just desperately want to share with others.
0: In your opinion, who should buy your book?
1: People that want to live in that kind of reality that I was talking about, that non-dual reality, because it's like the books are like a roadmap as to what that's going to be and how to get there.
0: Do you have a website?
1: I do. JoyElaine.com. J-O-Y-E-L-A-I-N-E.com. I'm also on Facebook
0: this has been just great. Our guest today has been Joy Elaine, and she is the author of Path of Sweetness. Joy, thanks very much for being with us today. Thank you, Don. This is Don McCauley, wrapping up another edition of The Author Show. Listen to some of your favorite authors every day, 24-7, by visiting theauthorshow.com. Just click in the book title on the player at the top of the page. These interviews are available to book buyers worldwide on demand. If you'd like to be a guest on the show and feel you could benefit by getting in front of your target audience with a high-quality media interview that'll make a real impact, Visit theauthorshow.com, fill out the form, and we may be contacting you shortly. You can also visit our audio store at theaudiobookmarket.com. Join us here next time for another great book and another exciting author on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorshow.com. theauthorshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.